Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to the Shannon and Natasha show. I'm I'm totally kidding. Uh, Welcome back to Moms Talk Autism. Uh, Stick around with Shannon and I because we will be talking all things first responder families and exceptional needs. When you become a mom, you never imagine your child getting an autism diagnosis. It feels like your dreams have shattered, like a framed photograph falling off your mantle, exploding into a thousand pieces. But instead of trying to glue those pieces back together, this community of moms is here to help you build a new dream, a better one. So join in the conversation as us moms talk autism. Hey, 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 guys. Okay. It is just the Shanny Shan Shan and Natasha today. Shannon. Hey, hey. Say say hello. Hello. Um, So we are uh, are coming at you guys today. It is just the two of us, uh, little Britty Brit and Jean are on a little break, um, taking care of some life things. So Shannon and I thought we would uh, have a conversation today around... Uh, first responder, first responder families, and um, and obviously children with exceptional needs, and and how we navigate through that because it, although is not single parenting, it can a lot of the time feel very. I shouldn't say very similar. It it, it can feel somewhat okay. like that. Here's yes. what I'm going to say yes. because I, I've both been a single mom. Right, there we go. Perfect. And I have been a married mother, you not are, single and you, and you mom. are a married mother. And I am, yes. <laughs> so I'm going to say it out loud because I don't think it's offensive coming from me because I've done perfect. both. I don't want to um, offend anybody. So yes. Yeah. It, it can feel very similar. Single parenting and solo parenting can feel similar in that. We do still have support, right? We have a spouse. We have generally an income from that spouse. So we are not doing it all on our own, which I've done before. Um, But when it comes to sometimes that emotional support or having that backup on a day-to-day basis, we don't always have that because of our husband's schedules. So um, we are definitely not comparing that life to any of you single moms out there or single dads out there because I've lived lived that life and I know. (laughs) Big big shout out to all of you who are single parenting and walking through this this journey of, of autism because it I can I can only imagine it is extremely hard, extremely hard. Yes. Um, so big big kudos to you. You guys are warriors for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's 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 dive in. Now that that disclaimer is out of the way. Now that that disclaimer. <laughs> <sighs> Shannon, how is it for you? <laughs> well, I feel like you know, with our life, I've lived sort of two different first responder lives, right? Yeah, so I was going to say share that, the whole. <laughs> it's different now. Well, and Jay will tell you now, he's like, I'm not really a first responder. I'm more of a second responder. <laughs> so well, because he's a flight yes, medic. Yes. Um, but um, 
you know, when Jay and I got married, I already had Maya. So I went from being a single mom to a law enforcement spouse with a child. Um, And Jay was in law enforcement. He was part of the SWAT team. Um, So, you know, I mean, he was working five days a week. Then they went to four tens. Um, But constant chance of a call out, you know, because he was part of the SWAT team. Um, Now life is a little bit different and he's home a little bit more because he retired from law enforcement. He's now a flight paramedic. um, And he kind of has more of like a firefighter schedule where he does 24 hour shifts. Right. And it's one on one off one on five off. um, Unless of course he gets called in for a reason or, you know, he picks up an overtime shift or something like that. So I do feel like, you know, he's home more now than he was you know, in the law enforcement days. Right. Um, And that's kind of our situation. But I love Tosh and I sort of had like a little chat before we started. And she brought something up that I thought was super interesting. (laughs) And I'm a little jealous of, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Was that she went from being, you know, a fire spouse, a fire wife with no kids Mm -hmm. to then a fire wife. With kids. As a family. Yeah. 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 So like and, talk and, about and, that a and little bit. And that is it's such a huge difference. I mean, just <laughs> obviously it's a huge difference going from being a married couple th- to then having children, right? It's yes. it's yes. but being a um, you know, quote unquote fire wife um with no kiddos is almost like being single. Freedom. <laughs> it was love such you, freedom. Tyler. You know, it was uh, Tyler, we do love you so much. You are the best. Um, but but yeah, it it you know, it it was kind of living my own life. I mean, and then when Tyler was home living, you know, our life together and and going out and just having a good time. Um, but but a lot of the week or throughout the week I should say, it was me um you know, working and then being able to go out and do whatever I wanted, whether it was meeting up with friends or even like on the weekends, if he was gone, you know, on shift, uh, whether it was a 24 or 48, it was me being able to make plans and just go and do whatever I wanted. And and not to say that if he was home, I couldn't do that as well. But mm-hmm. um, it very much felt like being... Um, you were on your own. like On my own. Work, you know, you just, were on your own. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so to then go from that to having children and having instant lockdown instant, <laughs> instant lockdown no um and then our situation obviously is is a lot mm-hmm. different because of the you know the jack story the jack jameson yeah. um but you know once we got into a into a flow and um you know i would say even though i went back to work um, it, there was still, I feel like a lot that was more expectant, I should say of me, you know, mm-hmm. um, where yes, my job was important, but it was a lot less than Tyler's in the sense of hours and days. And, um, my, my role just got, you know, like trickled Bigger. where his, you know, virtually <laughs> stayed, very similar to to pre-children. Prior. Yes. To prior. <laughs> yes. I know. We're like, how do we say this without yes. saying and, this? And this is no uh, this is no offense to our our husbands. Our husbands are incredible providers and mm-hmm. they are vital in our 
in our life, in our, our children's lives. Um, and hard workers. And very hard workers, very, very hard workers, not just for their families, but for their departments, you know, for, for the companies that they work for. Um, um, so please understand we are not, we are not by any means bagging. And, and when they no, are home, no. there is, there is good, you know, presence, you know, um, but I would say, and, and Shannon, I don't know, you can maybe back me on this a little bit, but, um, starting to go through the diagnosis process, mm-hmm. um, uh, even though both equally like, like there and with it and okay and on board and, and, you know, whatever it, it's, there definitely was more, I, f- I feel like that I took on, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, whether that just be like outwardly with like going to therapies and, and that kind of thing. And then also maybe a little bit more inward, you know, the worry, the emotional worry and, and, mm-hmm. you know, stressing about the future, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, I I'm, think, I think that, and this is sort of like a side note, I don't know if everybody has seen, it's like a post or something on social media. I don't remember if it was a post or whatever, an article, something. Um, but they talk about the mental load of a mother. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I think that that is really significant where it's like we don't just take on what we have to do for the day. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, what we have to do for the day and being on time and who has appointments and what's for dinner and where's the laundry and did we switch the laundry over and when, you know, what time are we picking up groceries and does Gracie have her gluten-free chicken nuggets and does Maya have her granola bars for, you know, snack at school because she's going to be hungry <laughs> and, and, and oh my God, did I forget to load her lunch card with lunch money? Right. So it's, it's not just like, okay, I'm going to go to work today and then I'm going to come home and then I'm going to have dinner and spend time and do homework. It's like right. the mental load of trying to remember everything. Right. And then we add on therapy, right? I mean, how many times have like, I don't know about you guys, but it'll be like Wednesday at 2.45 and I've got an alert on my phone that pops up and it's like speeches in 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I better get home. (laughs) Oh, geez. Um, You know, because you're trying to handle everything in your brain. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's think- not just those little tasks, you know, it's the, it's all mm-hmm. of the, the future stuff too. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, the tasks of owning a house or, to, you mm-hmm. know, caring for, you know, or like whatever it might be, insurance issues, whatever. There's so much mm-hmm. swirling around constantly, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, absolutely. it's, it is a lot of mental fatigue. Um, it is. And that's yeah. for, you know, all of you moms out there, we're not saying ours is any worse right. than yours. Right. It's just like that mental load of, you know, of a mother. And I'm not saying that there aren't dads out there also who, you know, Don't, take that yeah. on. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but we're moms. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, I think, you know, part of the first responder life, too, that I was telling Tosh is it's two things that are complete opposite from one another. And it's that we have to live like very scheduled and routine lives because it's the only way to get things done when we are the mm-hmm. only ones doing the things if mm-hmm. our husbands are at work. Right. So it's like we have to have these regimens that are very scheduled, but we also have to be extremely flexible because, mm-hmm. you know, how many times have you had a plan in life and then Tyler gets called out 
mm-hmm. for something or there's yeah. like a last minute OT shift and they need somebody to pick it up. So, yeah. you know, yeah. the guys have to pick up a shift and it's like, okay, I have to know that I have this completely scheduled, but then I also have to be flexible enough to understand that I may have to do what I was going to do completely alone and I need to have a backup plan. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I would say it kind of, I've kind of gotten into the mode now where um, I just plan to be alone doing, doing it on my own. <laughs> and then if he's there, it's a bonus. And if he's home, it's a bonus. Um, yeah. You know, and, and especially mm-hmm. I, I will say, you know, our situation is <clears throat> very different maybe than, you know, some other uh, first responder families out there where I, I have chose not to work. You know, we have mm-hmm. chose to financially make it work so that I could yeah. be home for, and, and I mean, same with you guys, you know, I mean, I know you have, um, you know, some your some of your side jams and now you're back into real estate or doing real yeah. estate again. But, um, you know, also that's also a very flexible thing. That's also yeah. a thing where you can, you don't have to, you're not, you know, a nine to five in a place. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we do have, we do have that, that flexibility of me being able to be home where Tyler can pick up those extra shifts, mm-hmm. you know? So some of it, yes, can be forced, you know, a forced hire or whatever, but a lot of the times it's living and riding off that, okay, should I put in for an overtime so we can make, you know, an extra whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, so it is just kind of always preparing to be in the mindset that you're, I'm just going to do this on my own. I'm just going to, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think it comes with a... um you have to be flexible and you have to be independent because I don't think you can live this life if you're not independent. Like I just, I don't, I don't think that you could. Um, Which is funny because my grandmother always used to tell me when I was younger that I needed to marry a law enforcement officer. She told me that (laughs) you need to not have a husband who's home all the time. (laughs) You need to to marry someone that's a first responder. So you have a little bit of independence. Um, And I mean, I'm, I'm glad that that just is my personality because yeah. I don't know. Otherwise, I don't, I don't know. Um, what else? What yeah. else, Tashi? Um, you know, I, I, I will say that, um, you know, this, this life, although, uh, can, can feel very, um, weight of the world-ish, right? Weight of the mm-hmm. family, weight of the everything. Mm-hmm. It is also a super incredible life, you know, mm-hmm. like, like I was telling you, um, and, and obviously every first responder, whatever it, it might be, paramedic, um, law enforcement, firefighter, um, you know, scheduling is different. It's also very similar, you know, in the sense of um, it's always set, you know, and it doesn't change. I mean, I, Jay, I'm sure when he was in law enforcement, it didn't, it only changed every what, like. Yeah, it was like three times a year. Three times a year, right. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, like Tyler's schedule is set out a year in advance, you know, mm-hmm. and so he knows exactly when he's working. So you can plan. Um, we can you know, kind of plan for things, um, with knowing that there will be, you know, those extra, um, thrown in shifts, overtime shifts, but mm-hmm. that is nice, you know, and, and it is nice to have the, um, flexibility of, of some, somebody being able just to cover a shift for him, um, or they can mm-hmm. swap shifts, you know, um, and then having that fire family, you know, mm-hmm. and like for you guys, that law enforcement family that, mm-hmm. you know, that flight, that flight family now, um, yeah. because it is such a, um, 
it is such a family, you know, sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes more than blood. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think that, I think we felt that a lot more with the law enforcement side of things than this, just because this is more of a private. It's a private company and it's a a a smaller, like, and we've made wonderful friends. I shouldn't, you know, I mean, they're definitely, but, um, but yeah, I think with the law enforcement side, we definitely, um, felt that a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, and you know, like in context to when you guys were walking through Gracie's diagnosis and all that, just the, mm-hmm. the backing and the love and mm-hmm. support that you had from your police mm-hmm. family, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's just something that you can't, you just don't get from other Mm-mm. careers. You know, you, you don't, yeah. no matter if you work for an incredible company who, you know, whatever, it's just such something to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember when we were uh, kind of in those beginning stages of like talking about it to people about, you know, um, there, there'd be just being stuff with Jack and and not knowing, but like having maybe a little bit of a feeling that there was autism or Asperger's or something. Um, mm-hmm. And just the outpour at, from and the reaching out from so many people of just, you know, like whatever you guys need, um, you know, like sending different articles or, um, you know, even other fire families who, ha- how, who had gone before us that had mm-hmm. have children on the spectrum, you know, and just sharing like just stories of like triumph and and how incredible mm-hmm. this life is and how it changed, you know, who they were as the parents. So um, it is, it is such a blessing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, there's pros. There's pros. Really, and, really, really hard. <laughs> yeah, there's pros and there's pros and cons to everything, right? And then we yeah. look at our kids, and I was trying to think about it, but it's like my kids don't know any different. Right. Yes. (laughs) So, so like knowing that, you know, Jay works Christmas this year and he's not going to be here for Christmas. It doesn't affect my kids the way it may affect other kids because they've known Christmases without Jay here. You know what I mean? Because that's just one of the things like we've been lucky enough to have him the last few years for Christmas. So him working Christmas, like for us, it's not the end of the world because that's just part of the life, right? Um, It does create a level of flexibility in our children as well, mm -hmm, right? Where they, mm -hmm. where they are um, not completely dependent on that, you know, typical, Mm -hmm. um, you know, family setting, if you will. and I think that's good. I think it's, you know, there, there's mm-hmm. the same thing, obviously, plus pluses and negatives to to both of it. Um, uh, yeah. So speaking of flexibility and schedule and planning, <laughs> Go on. Let, let's, uh, let's chat a little bit about, um, you know, what, what do you feel like that looks like when, when Jay is home, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I can tell you <laughs> that when Tyler's home, um, although Tyler is such a huge, you know, help, he, there's definitely not those those quote unquote gender roles, right? It's not like, oh, Tosh is the stay-at-home mom, so she does the laundry, the dishes, the this, the cleaning, you know, whatever. When Tyler's home, he definitely it, it's v- very balanced, but mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of extra roles that Tyler, you know, plays in this owning this house and taking care of this house that I don't necessarily do. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like there is a, um, 
a little bit of an imbalance, I suppose, right? Where he Mm -hmm. comes home and it's like that stuff is looming over his head, right? Like this needs to be done. That needs to be done. Um, This is stuff that Mm -hmm. I can't get done when I'm at work. Uh, And so that takes top priority Mm -hmm. for him, which... Mm -hmm. You know, we when we can talk, <laughs> we can talk about maybe it's a little bit of self care for him. You know that um, that mm-hmm. having to you know get his exercise in and then having to get these specific things done that I don't do, um, yeah. but it can also feel a little bit like you know that nonstop Ferris wheel that we've been on with our children that twenty four seven. You know, it just doesn't ever. Mm-mm. And they get to go no. to work and they get to, you know, not worry for, you know, 24, 24 hours, at, hours at the least. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I mean, least. Jay will Jay will be the first to tell you, like, sometimes he's like, oh, my God, thank God I get to go to work today. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. He, he will 100 percent admit that to you. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I've said that, you know, before on the podcast where it's like, you know, as the spouse who has to stay at home, we don't have that opportunity like we don't jay gets to go to work for 24 hours at a time and he gets to go be jay and he gets to be a paramedic on a helicopter and that's not to say he doesn't have responsibilities and it's not to say he's not working but it's not in the home whereas um when you are in the home it's a 24 7 job yeah. Because when they do get home, like you said, like there's other things that need to be done. You know, they're not just coming home and, you know, sitting on the couch for, you know, mm-hmm. their day is off. There's other things that have to be done, well, and which means we are still here too, right? That so means it's not we like have this... to still be on. <laughs> yes. No matter what. It's right? not like we became invincible yeah. once they got home and, and nobody's no. going to ask for mom, mommy anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not like we left and drove to Mexico for their days off. Right? Although yeah. we've talked so about it plenty we have of times. Shannon about and I have to Mexico. Have thought of Thelma I live, and it. <laughs> I live very close to the border. I've tried to get Tosh to pick me up on our way to Mexico. It hasn't happened yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's always in the back of our heads. Um <laughs> We're, we hope you guys know that we are Shan- this, the Shannon and Natasha show. We are always joking and yes. well, serious partially. sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like a 60-40 thing. Um, um, no, but I mean, but it is, you know, and and I and I will say that um, there is somewhat of a mode too where t- Tyler has equally admitted, you know, that when he gets home um, – He'll say, yes, I'm here, I'm on, you know, I'm I'm ready to whatever, but there, there that imbalance is still definitely there. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, it's not like we become invincible and uh, and all of a sudden they can't, you know, they don't need us or can't ask for mm-hmm. us or whatever. Um, well, it's habit, right? Like and, they've and had it is you habit. every day. So yes. they go to you, regardless yes. of whether Tyler's home or not. Yes, yeah. And mm-hmm. and and there is that I would say there is that level for like Tyler where it's like, you know, he comes home and he's like, I need to fill my cup first, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and again, as much as I can completely understand Mm -hmm. self-care at the same time, it can be super hard and, and, and sometimes frustrating, you know, when I'm like, I just want to, I need to get away for a little bit. I don't even care where I go. I I want to just go sit by the lake for an hour and not do anything except for stare at the (laughs) 
Oh, I will just I don't go wanna... sell my car in the garage. Listen to I don't anything. even need a lake. I don't want... <laughs> <laughs> just give me a garage and a radio. Like I don't it doesn't even But then anything. there's that there then there's also that feeling for us, you know, and I'm and I'm and I will speak for me, but I'm I'm sure you you might echo this is that, you know, I don't feel like I can I don't feel like I can do that. You know, I yeah. I, I mm-hmm. feel like it's like there's still all these things that need to be done mm-hmm. and I need to Pull up your big girl undies and do it. Yes, yeah. you know, like I don't, I don't, which like, can be oh, exhausting. Tyler's home. I can take a little nap. You know, it's like that's oh just God. not in my, you know, and and maybe that's my own bad where I need to recognize that I I need to speak up for myself. You know, again, like we've talked about in the self care episode, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like, well, who's going to get this done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, know. who's going to get this done? Yeah, so. Um, it's, it's an interesting, interesting, um, dynamic, I would Mm -hmm. say, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I, I won't, I will not say that Tyler does not go to work and doesn't worry about, you know, me and my stress levels and, you know, his family and something happening, but there is a, there is a huge difference in this kind of work. Mm Mm-hmm. And somebody just going to a nine to five, you know, and, and the, the worry, you know what I mean? He has yeah. to turn off the worry so that to he do can, his job so that he can worry about other people yeah. um, so that he can be fully present in, you know, doing what everybody out in the public wants him to do to, you know, mm-hmm. be on his game. Well, because um, what they do is dangerous, right? right so right. they do, they do have to be able to shut off the stuff that's going on at home in order to be able to not only keep themselves safe, but keep other people safe as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, when Jay was doing, when he was a police officer, um, I can, I can imagine that that was, especially early on walking through those, um, the diagnosis and those early Mm -hmm. years, it was probably hard, you know, I mean, Jay, is it isn't a job that can be, you know, like where he's can be rescuing people, but he can also be in a very volatile situation mm-hmm. where he has to make split, you know, split second mm-hmm. decisions. And, um, you know, has he ever shared with you what that, what that was like for him, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we wanted to touch on this because one of our community members, you know, wrote to us on the Instagram page um, and talked a lot about that, about the high stress of her spouse's job when it comes to being a first responder. Um, She didn't mention whether it was law enforcement or fire or whatever um, Mm -hmm. um, or military. Like she didn't mention any of that. Um, But just that overwhelming worry about something happening, you know, to her spouse and not being able to handle this alone. Right. right. Um, and I think for myself, I very early on, because especially with Jay being part of SWAT, um, I had to turn off the worry and it's a conscious choice that you can make. Um, and I had to decide very early on that I had to trust his training. I had to Mm -hmm. trust his instincts. I had to trust his tactics. And that was the only way that I was going to stay sane because otherwise there's way, way too much to worry about in the work that they do. Mm -hmm. Um, 
That is not to say that when it was two o'clock in the morning and I woke up to the sound of Velcro in my closet, that it was not the most comforting sound <laughs> that totally. I've ever heard in yes. my life. Yeah. Um, that sound of Velcro can help you sleep a lot better at night. Um, but I just, I had to make the decision that I had to trust him to yeah. use the training and all of the extra training that he had done to bring himself home mm-hmm. every night or every morning, because otherwise it's too much. It's too much to carry. Like as special needs families, exceptional needs families, like we are already carrying so much when mm-hmm. it comes to worry and to stress and overwhelm um, that it is not a benefit to anyone in our home <laughs> to right. get caught up in, in the hamster wheel of worrying what if. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. About them at home. And we talked about too, it's just making sure your ducks are in a row, making sure that not that any amount of life insurance will ever replace my husband should no. something happen to him. Right. Um, but making sure that we're taking the steps financially to know that God forbid, if something horrible did happen, um, that financially, you know, we would be able to still take care of, you mm-hmm. know, Gracie and Maya. So yeah. we talked a little bit about that too. Yeah. Well, and then not even just, um, you know, having having the ducks in the row in is in the sense of life insurance for each of each of us, you know, policies on our on our husband and ourselves, but also, you know, having having things set up for knowing that if something mm-hmm. happened to, you know, God forbid both of you that yeah. um you guys have a living will for both mm-hmm. of the girls and that um there are very specifics of what is going to um you know happen for Gracie and mm-hmm. all of that you know I think that that's mm-hmm. super important to talk about as well because um just that alone in whether you are a first responder family um, or not, that is something that's super important. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's something that it's hard to, to think about, you know, like mm-hmm. we, we've talked about this lots of times where we don't want to put the, you know, the cart before the horse and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and try to plan out our children's future and have these, you know, if they're, they're going to be able to do this or they're going to be able to live on their own or go to college mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. But, but you do also have to, think about these things and you have Mm -hmm. to have, you know, that, that kind of planning, um, Mm -hmm. in place because again, God forbid something happens to Jay or Tyler, but you know, God forbid something happens to the four of us, you know, and, and, Mm -hmm. and leaving our children alone, especially Mm -hmm. our children, especially our children with exceptional needs, you know? Yeah. Um, so that just got very heavy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I know. I know. Right. But I think that that's but, also, but, it's part of the responsibility that comes with being in this life it, that it we is. live. You know, yeah. because we, because that's the other thing, you know, we, we chose to be first responder wives before we chose to, or I mean, we didn't choose, but before we knew we would be having, you know, um, children mm-hmm. that were autistic and that mm-hmm. were more exceptional needs. So, you know, we knew what we were signing up for. We knew that we were signing up for a life that could potentially be dangerous, you know, where we potentially Mm -hmm. something bad could happen to our spouses. Um, You know, and then that level just got even more exceptional with then having children with higher needs and Mm -hmm. um, really having to know, okay, like, 
we, this is this is enough stress within itself. Mm-hmm. Like we cannot be worried every time our husbands leave on shift. You know mm-hmm. um, that for me, particularly that I just trust. I have that faith that you know God mm-hmm. has my back. However, that yeah. you know whether Tyler comes home or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you are a parent and you're in the the early journey of of the of your child's diagnosis and you are a first responder husband or wife um you know i hope you can find peace and comfort in that that like you know that that you have to find the faith like where you, the the faith yes you know no matter that, where you find it you know right whether it's god yeah. or whatever you find it in the universe or whatever that you that you just trust that that you trust you know, um, that the plan is the plan. Yeah. And I think too, like, you know, anybody can go at any point, right? Like I could get in a car accident today and be gone, you know? So just our families in general, I think having a plan for the future can take a really big weight off of your shoulders, knowing what the plan is should something happen. Even though it's one of the worst things to plan for, I remember after having Maya, and keep in, I had Maya when I was 23, so I was young. And I remember being online and doing my very first living will through legal Zoom. Oh gosh, that is so good. Shannon, oh my can gosh. I just give you a pat on the back for that? Well, I was petrified, like, that something was going to happen to me after I had Maya because I was a single mom, you know? Right, right. And I remember sitting at my desk, like, (laughs) filling out the paperwork, bawling my guts out, just (laughs) like a blubbering, hormonal, new mom, ridiculous, gross mess. Um, Because they're all your biggest fears that you're having to face, you know, and it can be highly, highly emotional. But on the other side of that, then, is the relief of knowing that you have the plan. That you have that in place, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and I think that there is a lot of relief, especially, you know, when it comes to the higher needs parenting. Yeah. Um, But it's one thing that we can not only do for our kids, but we can do for ourselves to have that plan. And... I still do not have it 100% figured out. Like we have, you know, best case scenario, kind of we've got plan B, what we'd like to see happen, what we, you know, it's not, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Um, But just knowing that you have something in place can be so, so relieving. And and we do have an episode, you guys, where we um, where we chat well, with. By the time this airs, it will right. have it dropped. will have yeah. aired. It will have dropped. So um, definitely give that episode a listen. Um, but you know, I I, I would always just say, um, you know, for for Tyler and I, it was it was very different. It was after right after losing um, um, Jameson, where we really were like, okay, you know, we this is life is so fragile. And mm-hmm. although he was a newborn baby, you know, he, he, it, it wasn't like he was a toddler or a, a teenager mm-hmm. or anything like that, but still it was, okay, we need to get in the real mindset of what if something happens to us, you know, because the biggest thing immediately is that, um, you know, financials aside, uh, whether there are family members that will take your children or not, um, there is there are laws and there are things set in place to where, um, you know, you're if, unless there's a living will and and there's a specific 
people that your children are supposed to go to, your your children will become, um, war, you know, wards of the state. So um, temporarily, yeah. even if temporarily, but with the way the court system. <laughs> system and it is different, work, you know, based on where you live. Where you live. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. But, um, you know, that that to us was very scary, you know, especially then when it came to you know, us getting Jack's diagnosis and and being like, oh my gosh, who who will you know, who will our kids live with? Who's the first, second, and third you know mo- most important people or whatever? So yeah, who will um, willingly sign up for this? For knowing this, knowing that how there's going to be struggles. Struggle, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I would say, if if anything, that should just be the first direction. Um, but if you're for. <laughs> first responder family, which you might be if you're listening to this, then mm-hmm. definitely something to definitely something to consider and to think about. Um because yeah, the the fear of losing anybody is is yucky. But you know, we want we want to know that our kiddos are going to be well taken care of if if something mm-hmm. is to happen to us. So um what else should we chitty chat about, Shannon? We've got um probably go a little bit longer. Um, do you want to talk about what daily living looks like for you guys? Yeah, sure. Sorry. There was somebody at my front door, but they went away. Um, Shannon with <laughs> talking about, uh, it's ex- a ring system. Ex- Everybody has a ring. Okay. That was ring. No, I'm just kidding. But you guys, before we got onto this episode, Shannon <laughs> was fucking on Jay in the house. I am cracking up. I was just trying uh, to see what he was doing. Oh, <laughs> She, Shannon is definitely an ex um uh cop wife because yeah. they have cameras yeah. everywhere. So mm-hmm. true. try to do something to Shannon's house and see what happens. <laughs> Please. Yeah. I dare you. No. I mean, we don't have them we don't have them in weird places like bathrooms and bedrooms. Oh. <laughs> well, Gracie like, has one. Gracie has people one. People are like, I don't know if I'm gonna go. <laughs> I know. Go They're like, we're going to need a, We're going to need an explanation. I'm going to need um, to know that there's not a camera uh, yeah. facing at the toilet, please. Okay. Yeah, no. We don't have anything weird and funky like that. But yeah, I mean, that's also part of, you know, my husband's ex-law enforcement. So yeah. Um, yeah. security is a big deal at our house. Um, deal. But also, you know, if Gracie has in the past had in-home therapy. So if she is going to be with a therapist and an adult is not going to be in that room, there yeah. is a hundred percent always going to be a camera in the room where Gracie is. Yes. So, yeah. Um, you know, that's just another part of being a no, that first, is first that is a, a huge <laughs> thing. You know, I don't think that's like I, and not something that maybe everybody can afford, but it is no. you know that that thought and idea that if, you know, if you have to, you're in the house, but you have to be in other places, yeah. you know, or they don't want you to specifically be in the room because it's, you know, distracting to her and she won't focus that you want to yeah. be able to know. I mean, if they were at a center doing the therapy, there would be cameras. So yeah, yep. I think that's yep. so good. <sighs> Can't be too safe. Can't be too safe. No, no, Can't no. be too safe. Um, so daily life. Well, daily life has been weird lately because, like you said, like I just got into real estate. So um, I am starting to actually work outside of the home again. So we're kind of like in this really weird phase right now where mm. we're still a first responder family, but I am no longer just staying home anymore. Right. Um, so it's weird. And we have not gotten it figured out yet. And by they any are. Means. <laughs> We really have it. Still in the struggle of yeah. balance. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're trying to we're trying to figure that all out. Um, um Gracie still is doing though, is she she's not doing um she's not currently doing ABA. No. 
but she is still doing OT and speech in the house. Yes. Okay, in home. Um, okay, yeah. So luckily, luckily, Shan, you have, mm-hmm. you know, with with the whole real estate thing, yeah. you you know, like you do make a lot of your schedule, but you know, you are having to, and, and Gracie being back in school, you know, school, you're mm-hmm. being back in, um, that will be a little bit of a, of a relief, but now definitely moving forward, trying to figure out, <laughs> trying to figure How to out balance this, one more thing, this balance, but also like taking some, you know, this is important to me. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's figure out how it can be a little more, you know, I don't want to say equal, but, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, and just, you know, it's like that's the one reason that I decided on going because I was in the mortgage business before, but that was yeah. a very eight to five plus, you know, that's just not something that will work for our family. So. Right. Choosing something that could be a little more flexible. The goal, obviously, is to have my work hours be the hours that Gracie is in school. Um, But obviously, there are days and weekends in real estate um, where that's not going to happen. So having to, you know, rely on my family to pick up the slack, you know, when it comes to picking up Gracie or taking on therapy, you know, and the things that I was handling 100% on my own before, you know. So we're trying to... Can can I ask really quickly... um, because maybe this also ties a little bit into that decision to leave your, you know, quote unquote, nine to five job or whatever. Um, when, when you started going through the diagnosis process with Gracie, uh, Mm. you know, and then, and then Jay being a, a first responder where you have this Mm -hmm. very different type of schedule. Um, when that happened, was that about, that's when you left, I left when I had Gracie. We decided okay, at that you point did. that I was going to stay home. That yeah. you were. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was before the diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. Jay would okay. have loved to stay home instead. Let me just yeah. make that yeah. clear. He would have <laughs> yeah. loved to stay home instead. He but thinks, Jay was also He thinks he would have loved. <laughs> yeah. But he was also six years away from a lifetime pension. So yeah. yes. you know, there's yeah. there's that whole thing going too. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. you did so you made the decision yes to be at home before mm-hmm. the diagnosis but uh would you say that f- you know fast forward to the di- a time around the diagnosis and and kind mm-hmm. of coming to that conclusion that there was something um do you think that you could have been working no 100% absolutely not i I think it's hard enough for first responder families to have two working adults just because the schedule is so crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then when you add in the diagnosis and everything that comes with the diagnosis and, you know, the doctor's appointments and the follow-ups and the specialists and, you know, the developmental pediatrician and OT and speech and everything else. So much of it right away. No way. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way that I could have worked, which is why... Like, I really do feel like there was a divine thing that pointed us into one of us staying home. Like, there was a reason that happened. Because pre-Gracie, I never thought I would be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, you thought you'd just always, yeah, work. Yeah, I just never even thought. Yeah, I never thought that I would. So, um, but I just don't know. I don't know how with our schedules, you know, one one doesn't stay home. And now I'm sort of having... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to figure it out because I'm not staying home 100% anymore. And I know there are families out there who, who, you know, do have 
you know, two working people, which where one is a first responder. And we'll, we'll come back to that when uh, this uh, <laughs> email this... me at God help me at moms talk autism dot com with your tips God and tricks. Um, <laughs> that's not a real email address. Yeah. Don't when this episode launches, we'll let you know. Hopefully, Shannon yeah. will have it a little bit more ironed out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I'll send an I'll send an updated email. Um, but yeah, like it's just it's one of those things. And I even told Jay like there were a few occasions where things were so crazy and he was working and I was figuring things out. And I just remember looking at him and just saying, how do families do this with two people working? Yeah. Yeah. And he said, they don't. Yeah. Or it's a struggle. Yeah. Like they, they either are not getting all the therapies because they can't make it happen or they have help to make it happen or, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy this life. Oh. Oh. I know. Yeah. I still I, think I, back I, to I that. Will, I will say that we um you know like I said I had gone back to work after um maybe it was just not even just shy of a year after uh um the boys were born and Jameson passed away um etc. Mm-hmm. Uh but even then I only went back, you know, super part-time and um it was hard. It was hard leaving the house. And and mm-hmm. then, and then after having Sloan and going back to work, you know, pretty soon after having her, a few months after having her, and then right around that time, recognizing that there was stuff going on with Jack. Right. Yeah. And so it was like, um, I was essentially working to pay a nanny because, yeah. you know, we, we did not want, you know, to, t- we didn't want to take the kids to, Daycare, we wanted, you know, I wanted, I knew that Jack, you know, he needed to be at the house and and it, that was just more, you know, um, calming for my little mommy heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I quickly realized, especially once we started going down that road of the early intervention and recognizing that Jack was, was, you know, um, delayed in a few different areas, like, how are we going to do this? How are we going mm-hmm. to do this? And, and especially when their schedules can change so quickly, so quickly, so you quickly. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So um super grateful that that, you know, Tyler has the career that he has, but also that we together made the choice of how can we change up our lifestyle and our living so that we don't have to have, you know, and making sacrifices and, and right? making sacrifices, mm-hmm. you know, and, and saying like, you know, okay, I'm going to be the captain of the ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler's the captain at the fire department, but I am the captain of this ship. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a tight ship. It is a tight ship. So anyways, you guys, it, it's, it is, um, yeah, wherever you're at, wherever you're at in this, in this, if you're in this first responder world and and in in your child's diagnosis, um, lots of lots of big things to to think about, to digest, to um, find balance, plan. plan. <laughs> Shannon's favorite word, balance. Plan, plan, and balance, <laughs> and plan, plan, and balance. <laughs> balance doesn't exist. Plan, planning, balance. <laughs> Yeah. I hate that word. Um, yes. I just love to, I love to say it, it to me. So I, can um, but, um, yeah, just, just all the prayers for everybody, everybody out there. And, and again, to all of our, to all of our parents who are single parenting, um, 24 seven mad props, mad Kudos, props, love, 
prayers, all of the above, because y'all are the true um, MVPs, you know, just, yeah, doing it, doing it. All right, Shan, Shan, (sighs) anything else you have? I think that that's it. We see you. We see you guys. We do. And... Go leave us a review. Give us a follow on any (laughs) platform that you listen on. Leave leave us a review. The the Shannon and Natasha show. No, (laughs) I'm I'm totally kidding. Um, And we will talk to you guys soon. See you later, guys. Bye.